Welcome to the Backstretch. I am News 5's Heather Williams, and Willie B does it again. You can blame him on the rain if you want to, but he has now won four races this season. Looks like the guy to beat in the championship. Talked about this several times when it comes to Byron. His Achilles heel has always been the summer months. He gets out to a strong start to the season. Last year, I think he won... You know, two of the first six races or something like that. But then in these summer months, the team kind of falls off a little bit. This win, doesn't matter how he got it, gives him confidence. Obviously puts him in front of the points uh, race and, you know, builds some momentum for that team. Do I hate that he won an rate-shorted race? Kind of. Everybody knew they were racing towards the rain, right? There was not anyone on the track that didn't know, that didn't have the information, that was surprised by the fact that the rain was coming. So, I mean, it's a win like any other win. And now he's the man. He's the guy to beat. So it's going to be really fun to see this points uh, thing shake out because there really are some kind of different cast of characters than we've had in the last couple of years. And I think that's going to be outstanding. So coming up uh, in this week's backstretch, of course, Chris will join us to talk about Willie B's big win as well as the rest of the uh, NASCAR headlines from the week. And then also... Chris Busher is our guest, so it's the Chris and Chris show. Uh, love talking to Chris Busher. He is um, really having a good season. RFK, they are solidly right now in the playoffs, you know, barring some sort of strange rush on winners to end the regular season. They're probably both going to get in, he and his owner, fellow driver, Brad Kozlowski. So talking to Chris about the year, what they kind of have to do to solidify their place in the playoffs. Always great conversation with Chris Busher. All right, let's get fired up. A newly configured Atlanta Motor Speedway continues to provide some pretty darn good racing. Let's bring in our crew chief, Chris Carrier, who also is the crew chief of the number 75 food country truck in the Craftsman Truck Series. Chris, what did you think of Atlanta? Oh, Heather, I thought the only the, the word the the word I can give you that that would just explain this past weekend in Atlanta was intense. You know, we talked about last week. We talked about the you know the track. It's fast. Things happen fast. Well, that was at a premium this past weekend. The element that became obvious that really fast racetrack is starting to lose some grip. You know, and and the cars are not stuck to like glue. They're like moving around and sliding around and both ends wiggling and twisting and all this the whole time. And But you're still going really fast. Really good racing. Really intense. As I mentioned, this is the fourth win of the season for William Byron. The most in the series and he leads the point. Is this a breakout season for Willie B? Well, I think you have to say so to this point. I mean, he's, you know, he's got the most wins, and like you say, he's leading everything. He's put himself in a position uh, so many times this year. Uh, yeah, did he? was it a little bit of luck uh, Sunday night because of the weather and the circumstances? Yeah, sure, but 
You know, what makes a champion is a guy that finds ways to have a very successful day even when they're not things aren't going that great. And that's because his team never quits. He's got a crew chief that is always open-minded, looking out, you know, looking for the door of opportunity. And I think when that comes, William does a good job of pouncing on it and having having confidence in his team and getting the best out of every day, every race that he can. Um, I think possibly, you know, he's positioned himself very well to be a star for the future in a long time coming. Uh, he's in a great place. Uh, it seems like they, his team, his company, his owner, everybody, his sponsors love him. He's a very likable young man. So he's, I, I think, yes. I mean, he is breaking out, and I think there's going to be more. I'm wondering, what will it take to have a big day at New Hampshire this weekend? Over the years, the asphalt has gotten very worn out. Now they've done some patching, some curing, I guess, some repair work here and there, and they use what I call grip spray, you know, which is, uh, and, they, and they don't do the whole racetrack. They do only, you know, the, the middle and middle up groove, I guess, and it and it makes uh, it makes it difficult to me for the drivers to find exactly the right line and it moves around some during the day but just keeping the car balanced good and i think that open-mindedness and the the communication ability from driver to crew chief throughout that race is going to be going to be key that's going to be the biggest element to success it always is and there will be some pit strategy first of all chris i appreciate you doing this taking the time uh to talk to me um, so let's start with RFK since you're sitting there in the shop. I feel like it's been a really good season for you guys. I know you're not quite to where you want to be yet, but if I had been told you at the beginning of the year, both cars would be, you know, right there in the playoff hunt and, and, and just knocking on the door for wins. I'm, I'm assuming you'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah. I mean, that was, um, you pretty much summed up exactly where we're at. I mean, it's been a very good season for our organization as a whole, um, you know, we, we did want wins by now and are still trying to do everything we can to get them. Uh, we've been in the hunt for several. Um, we're just one small step away from where we want to be consistently. Um, and, and so that's what we, we've really been working towards. Uh, when you talk about the playoffs and, and point situation, uh, I think we're the second and third car uh, on points alone. Um uh, what that means is we're the second, third car that don't have a win yet. So, um, you know, there, there's definitely a, a lot of highs with it and um, no lows, but but we are just not quite taking that that extra little step and I feel like that step can be the hardest uh, at times. So um, that Bristol win last year was obviously huge for uh, our organization, for the 17 team, for myself personally, uh, a top of my bucket list type of race. So, um you know, with that, it, it did, uh, you know, really give us a, a good boost. And we've been really strong this entire season. Uh, but we haven't been able to, to pull off that uh, that night just yet. So uh, we're getting after it. We got a lot of good tracks coming up for us. And we do realize that, uh, especially when you look at Brad and, and myself and some of our strong, uh, strong racetracks. Um, we have a good mix as well to where um, we have a lot of opportunities as we head into uh, the closer into Daytona before before we get into the, the playoffs. 
Yeah, you kind of led right into my next question. When you look at your team specifically, I see a lot of really good tracks over the summer for you. Are you pinpointing all of them or are you just trying to win, be, run consistently enough to be there and contend for a win at all of them? So I um, one of these days I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, that uh, that I absolutely despise points racing. And uh, with that, um, grew up trying to ignore it. We would be weeding track points and, and we would not show up there for a week or two just to make sure it wasn't in our minds that that we had a points race, so to speak. Uh, so it's it's become such a massive part of our sport and with playoffs it's really changed how we go about everything uh, you know our xfinity win um you know that was uh, a product of old school racing that you know you you had to be consistent you had to win some races but you had to treat every race like you were um like it mattered just as much as the first one or the last one and uh and now we have this this window that we're aiming towards that that cutoff race and uh you know it doesn't reward the consistency near as much so you have to get that win now the consistency matters uh but like we've seen the last few years we've had so many different winners that that point side of it is just extremely tight and um you know we've been very close to winning several races this year and uh and we've been good at so many different styles of racetrack that uh, that gives us a ton of uh, of hope and optimism as we head into the race that we have coming up whether it's um uh, Richmond and short track racing. Uh, Brad has uh, has great success at Loudon. Uh, maybe not my best track, but I've really leaned into him to try and be better there. Uh, road race is coming up, Daytona. Uh, we don't have any one that we have circled as this is our moment, and I think that can get you in trouble more than not. Uh, so we're trying to take it as a whole and say, look, we have an opportunity at every one of these racetracks to to go win a race. We just have to to perform and. and fire on all eight all day and that will put us in a position where we can you know lock ourselves in the playoff and not have to talk about the point side of it has that been the biggest change i guess at rfk because i think when you know this all kind of happened everybody looked and said well chris and brad they could win at the short tracks maybe a super speedway they're both good drivers at that but i don't know that people went oh loudon or or pocono or now i feel like you guys could show up like you said any week and, and compete has that been the biggest change for the organization i if you ask me, yes. Um, you know, some some might have different answers. And, um, you know, there's been a ton of work by everybody to to find just raw speed in our race cars. And what that means is it, it bleeds over to every style of track we go to. And, and so uh, where I'm at, you know, I, it's been a while since I've been able to show up every single week and say, we are going to have a good week here. There, there's not um a style of racetrack that i feel like man we're just really gonna have have to work hard to to salvage this weekend or just maintain uh we don't have that right now and um and that's that's exciting as a driver knowing that uh you know you can carry that momentum week over week to to any surface that we go to um to any style of racetrack and, and maybe me a little bit selfishly i know we have a handful of road races coming up and uh, not that we, we've gotten that checkered flag there just yet, but uh, we've been very, very strong and, and a good competitor and just needed a few things to go our way uh, at some of those. And we'd have some some different outcomes. So uh, thing is, everybody will tell you that. And uh, and it's true. But um, uh, but we have been very competitive. Um, you know, Richmond was a very strong race for us last year and uh, and not a bad start this year. Um 
you know, I feel like that's a that's a good one. Pocono, uh, you know, will have a win there. A uh, little different circumstances, but but also some speed. Um, you know, last last season at that one. So, no, there's no racetrack that I'm sitting here concerned about or or just kind of crossing off of our list. And that, to me, on a personal level, is just a huge uh, confidence booster heading into to the weekend and unloading off that truck, knowing you have 20 minutes of a very quick practice to to dial it in and then be ready to, to go chase that that trophy at the end. All right, so for my final thought today, let's talk about this big news on the sponsorship front. It, it was absolutely the worst kept secret in the garage area over the last, uh, what, four or five months since Kevin Harvick announced that he was retiring. Bush Light, head of Trackhouse Racing, sponsor Ross Chastain. I, I find this an interesting match. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a bad match. I just find it interesting um, just from the perspective of uh, Ross is a up-and-coming red-hot driver, and I think it's really interesting that uh, Bush Light is all in on him. There might have been maybe some more established drivers in the garage area, but they have decided to, to hook their wagon to an up-and-comer, uh, the next big thing, if you will. So I find that really great uh, statement on the health of the sport and the future of Ross in the sport. So the big silly season, if you will, acquisition for its sponsorship race. That race is won by Ross Chastain. Thanks for joining us on the Backstretch. We'll see you next week.